0: Hello again. On this week's podcast, we're going to hear from Magdalena Horyak from Teen Challenge Slovenia. Listen in as she shares at Spiritual Emphasis 2019. Hello. How are we doing? Good. Good. Hallelujah. Um, before I start, I was just thinking like, really, I have to talk after Martin's testimony. Ah. But I can do it, right? Yes, 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 I can. <laughs> I was hoping maybe, oh, it's lunchtime, it's um, something, yeah, they will forget about me, but no, yeah, I have to speak now. And, but yeah, it's not about us, it's about God, right? Yes, hello. Yeah. Uh And before I forget, Matias, you know, um, I also forget somebody's number. Brad Speed 1. Just joke, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he forgot Melania's phone number, you know, and I had Brad Pitt's phone number, but no, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> sure. Hallelujah. <Yeah. laughs> that we forget things, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um before I start I just want to uh, start with a prayer and uh, I will do it in my own language so you just can like feel a little bit how uh, is the flow of our language. Um, hvala ti Jezus očka za tvojo milost in dobroto Jezus. Jaz ti zahvaljujem, Jezus, za to ta privilegi, da sem lahko danes tukaj, da smo z Matjažem lahko v Kaliforniji, v Riverside. Očka, hvala ti za team challenge, hvala ti za to, kar delaš ti v naših življenjih. Očka, hvala ti za to, da si vedno dober, Jezus. In jaz te prosim, da me uporabiš oči, da ti spregovoriš čez moja usta in se ti zahvaljujem za to. Aleluja. Amen. Amen. Aleluja. Okay, I'm done. No. Um what should I do with this? I'll do it like that. Uh as you know, um uh we have already been introduced, so I'm Magdalena, uh, that's my husband Matias there, we are coming from Slovenia, I don't know if you know where Slovenia is? Yeah, it's not Slovakia, it's Slovenia, it's different, we live by near by Italy and we live on the coast, so it's very pretty and beautiful, it's a really nice country, it's small, two million people, and really few Christians. Uh, But we will make uh, that uh, a difference, you know. We want to, hallelujah. And God is doing really amazing things and we want to be a part of that. Um, So my testimony uh, is really also kind of interesting because you already heard that Matias uh, was an ex-cop, a police officer, and uh, I'm an ex-drug addict. Uh, So, yeah, God has a sense of humor, right? So I was on heroin, that was approximately 19 years ago. Yeah, when I was just a baby, you know. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, my story goes like, I think, a lot of our stories. I uh, I didn't have any father, I had a stepfather, I was uh, abused um, and I just want to go out of our home as soon as possible. And uh, so I just uh, hang out with the wrong crowd, you know, and uh, those were my friends but they didn't know better, you know. So we did drugs together and uh, first going to rave parties and uh, after that in I think a few months I was on heroin. And uh, when uh, I was really deep in uh, drugs, I met Matias. I, of course, didn't know he's a cop because I would never go out with a cop, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, uh, he was, yeah, like dressed normally. And then we just fell in love. God really um, did that for us. And so we got to know each other and he told me that he's a cop. I would... Ah, it would be better for him to be a garbage man, you know, not a God. (laughs) But he's okay, he's okay now, you know, (laughs) now that he met God, yes. (laughs) Yeah, you know, this self-righteous thing is really bad. Yeah, okay, so after, (laughs) you know, we knew that we had a problem, that's make it easier for God, you know, to fix the problem, but if you don't know that you have a problem, then it's kind of harder, right? So that's why I think that uh, we are privileged actually to know that we had big problems and uh, we can see the giant, you know, the giant that is uh, there and so God can just, you know, tear it down for us in Jesus' name. Yeah. And uh, so after... I mean, one year, I was fooling around Matias that I am not on drugs and everything, and he found out, of course, because I knew the day will come that uh, he will find out and it will be over, and we didn't know nothing about God, nothing about Christianity. And so uh, when he found out, uh, he saw me with a needle, uh, he said, okay, it's like, oh, it's not my arm. Yeah, but it is, you know, (laughs) and... uh, yeah, I was trying, you know, to do everything that it's possible for him not to know, but um, it was in one year very clear that I had a big problem. So after that, um, he just wanted to stand there right beside me, which really amazed me, you know, because uh, I was just um, waiting for him to run away, you know, and uh, like all of the human, other human beings in my life did, you know, before. But no, he did stay and uh, we uh, uh, searched for help and uh, we found a pastor, American pastor. He was talking uh, about him before uh, with his wife. And so I got to stay in their house for a few months. God really did uh, many, many, many miracles in a short time in my life. And I'm really thankful and really so um, glad and privileged that uh, I can be a part of that, you know. And so after a year, we got converted and a fire for God, we just start to work uh, uh, in our streets, you know, in Piran. I just went there and I didn't need to talk much because everybody knew me, you know. And they would say, what happened uh, to you? And I could just share about Jesus. So that's how we start our ministry, (laughs) hallelujah. Um, In Slovenia, so we start to just uh, go on the streets and talk with people. And then um, we started uh, um, like a house church and a house group. And uh, just inviting everybody in and just pray for them, having people in our home. And after that, uh, uh, we established a center. And then after that, a church. So now it's really growing. We have three beautiful girls hallelujah, they are uh, 17, 15 and 11, teenagers. Mamma mia, it's not so easy, (laughs) because you can see from the other perspective now, you know, and um, yeah, but I am very, very, very glad that uh, I have this blessing in my life, you know. Not just Matias, but also our girls and everything that God is doing in our church and with our students, I'm very happy and uh, uh, glad to be um, a part of that. And that was one of the things I want to talk ab- uh, about. It's uh, God is speaking in many different ways, but how um, he was speaking in this thing to me, Was like uh, how do you say a fairy tale with uh, animals inside acting? You know, the uh, it's is it a fable? Yeah, okay, that that's how God was speaking to me. uh, A few, yeah, this next month, this month, past month, uh, I was uh, going to sleep and I have dreams, but some of them are just like whatever, but some of them are from God, and so. Uh, I I fell asleep and I had this dream that I will just uh, uh, explain to you. It was uh, uh, in our place, in our apartment, and uh, I just opened the door and I saw a lot of cats out. I love cats. And uh, uh, that's why God is speaking to me like that, that I can understand, you know. So a lot of cats, like all the colors... Uh, uh, orange and white and black and, you know, uh, I can see that they're afraid of something. And I want to just, I didn't know what that that was. I just wanted to grab them and just uh, uh, save them, you know. And uh, when I was uh, uh, letting them in, like in front of the door, you know, come in, come in, I will help you, I will... Save you, just come on in, you know. And then uh, uh, I close the door and I I can see the window here, near, and the wolf uh, standing right there with his teeth, like, roaring, and just knew that uh, 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 he wants them to, you know, die. Uh, He wanted uh, uh, them to be killed. And I was looking and I saw the window was open actually, it was not closed and I tried to close it and I did it somehow and then, okay, that was the dream. And after uh, uh, (laughs) that morning, uh, when I woke up, I went to run and I said, oh God, I don't know if this is just my imagination or what, is this uh, something you want to tell me? And um, uh, he said, yes, uh, I want to tell you something, you know. The uh, the um, cats in your dreams uh, in your dream were wa- uh, were people that don't know me, and um, because you love cats and you love people, you know, and you care for them, and uh, that's why I, uh, this is the picture. And then your apartment it's the um, it's my it's a Christian life. It's the my um, uh, my arms and you are safe in this apartment, but you have to have open doors to be ver- vener- vulnerable, Yeah, <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> to just uh, um, hang out with people that, that don't know God, you know, you have to reach out, you have to have the open door and be vulnerable to other people to see you're genuine, you are real, you know. And then the, the open window uh, uh, symbolized, uh, God said, um, it was a scene, actually was uh, in uh, Song of Solomon, uh, it's in uh, two Song of Solomon 2.15, it's, it's talking about little foxes. Um, little foxes that ruin the vineyards. And the open window symbolized the small foxes that we are really uh, have to be aware of in our Christian life, because, like I said before, um, there are giants. You know, you can just see and say, "Aha, uh-huh, okay, that's the um, big problems." You know, and God can fix the problems. But there are small, small problems, small things that we don't see sometimes, and so. These are the little foxes that will ruin the vineyard. Because the vineyard, uh, it's uh, symbolized, of course, our Christian life, you know. It's uh, like from Isaiah uh, 43, 18, 19, it says, So do not remember the past. Look at what I'm doing. I'm doing something new. Even now it is coming. Even, even now it's springing forth. is birthing out. And that is talking about... Uh, um, a seed and something new coming in, on, yeah. And this is in our vineyards as in a Christian life, you know, God is doing new things, but they are small and sometimes you cannot even see them. And they're, uh, uh, um, uh, they're um, how do you say, very, you have to be careful with it because they are very vulnerable, they are very, um, what's the word? Fragile, yes, thank you. They're very fragile. And if you don't fix your little foxes, then the uh, little foxes will ruin those things that God is doing in your life. And these little foxes are... Maybe, I was thinking, God, what do you want to um, tell? You know, what do you want me uh, to know which are my little foxes or which are your little foxes? And these are... um, Kind of like gossiping or little lies or criticizing or fighting with words, um, overeating, and this kind of stuff, you know, that seems like normal, you know, everybody is doing that. Why shouldn't I, you know? It's just a little thing. But actually, it's not a little thing. It's really uh, the little foxes, and they will ruin your vineyard the new thing that God is doing in your life. So we have to be aware, we have to be sober, you know, the, the verse is saying like a deer that is drinking from the stream, he's always in alert, you know, he, he has to be um, like uh, sober to know what's going on around the deer, you know, of the danger. And so, uh, so do we. We need to be aware that there is a danger, there is a danger, and we have to, um, we can, of course, we, can, we cannot fight it in our own strength, we can do it with God's help, right, hallelujah, but we need to still do our part, right, yes, and um, yeah, so this is about the dream um, that God really spoke to me, and I think it refers to all of us, not just me, you know, because we are all going through things, and uh, we want to be conqueror for God and doing great things for God, but first, it has to be you know the um, um, we have to let God to uh, uh, heal us to to do the everything that he needs to do in my heart right if it's not, I would not let him do that, then uh, uh, it will just. Um, ruin my Christian life, I would just not live longer. And um, also the, another thing that uh, it came to my mind when I uh, thought, what should I tell you? It's that we I think we all know that um, we <sighs> tomorrow is not for granted. All we have is today, it's right now. And so, like I said, as the deer is drinking from the uh, uh, water and just knowing the times he lives in, so do we, so do we need to know the times we are living in. We don't know what tomorrow will bring, right? We just know today and today is the time, today is the time to open our hearts to God and just let him do whatever he needs to do in our lives. And um, uh, shortly, like a few, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I could just see a uh, really bad thing happening uh, around us. Our dear friend uh, died of overdose. Uh, then after a few days, I uh, got a phone call um, that my uh, half-sister uh yeah, I have to tell just a little more around it. Uh, I So I had this stepfather and I had my real father. And I have from my stepfather one stepbrother. And from my real father, he has another three uh, kids with another three ladies. So uh, I'm one of them. So I have another stepsister and a stepbrother. And we didn't know uh, each other like... Good. We just saw each other a few times, and we were uh, in touch through Facebook. But I got this uh, phone call that uh, she went. Uh, she's uh, married and has a seven-year-old kid, and she just went for a hiking, and a big stone uh, rock fell over her, and she died, just like that. Yes. And I was really devastating, of course, and it's a big shock, you know, even though I didn't know her a lot, but still, she was my half-sister, you know. And I can just see all the um, things going on, you know, the devil really wants to uh, still kill and destroy, you know. And I can see the curses, like the heritage that uh, just um, came through the families. You know, and so really it's not coincidence that she died by this tragic accident. Her mother died uh, on a tragi- tragic accident and also our father died in a tragic accident. You know, this is not a something, co- a coincidence, you know. You can see the curses uh, going through generations, you know. And so... That's why I was thinking, oh, Lord, thank you that I have this privilege to stop the curses in my family. Hallelujah. Uh, In my family, and they are not going uh, to affect my kids because I have the responsibility and I have the power from God to stop that. And so do you, of course. But we have to do the step. We have to do the thing, right? God did everything already on the cross. He died and he um, uh, forget our sins. He uh, uh, healed us. He, everything is there for us. We just have to reach out and take it, right? Um, so you can choose either blessings or either uh, uh, curse. Right? And uh, this is like, you know, you have a lottery ticket, winning lottery ticket, you know, uh, it's like, uh, I have it, it's five million dollars, it's worth, worth, right? And I have this ticket and I uh, put it on my wall and I would look at it, wow, it's a winning ticket, it's there, you know, but what? Nothing. You have to do something with that ticket, right? I have to go to the lady and give her the ticket. Oh, give me my money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's how it is with the blessings, you know? You have the ticket, you have the lottery, five, ten, I don't know how many million tickets, yeah, uh, million um, were a ticket, but you have to do something with it, right? You have to... Go and do something with it. This is our part that we have to play in this role, right? And um, so God is really inviting us to be a part of what he's doing, the new things he's doing uh, uh, here in California, in Slovenia, over the world. And so that's kind of like a boat, you know, that it's going and he's inviting you, come Come on, on, come on on the boat. You know you can do it. You just come on. You have to choose, right? And so, also a funny thing or a, uh, interesting thing in the, this boat that is going like uh, Noah's Ark. If you, w- it's all about the animals, yeah, today. But it's okay. Um, so. We are all different on that boat, different animals. One is a turtle, one is a cheetah, one is a rabbit, the other, you know, different kinds of animals or different kinds of, you know, creatures that we are. But the the interesting thing is that we have to go with the boat and it's going um, the same speed, you know. The cheetah or the turtle, they could not it their, their own, you know, it has to be done on God's way, on God's um, direction, hallelujah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hallelujah, so yeah, that was kind of uh, the thing that God really uh, was speaking to me last few months or weeks, And I know that it's for all of us, like I said, that we need to be alert, that we need to just know the times we are living in, that we need to know that tomorrow is not granted, that it's there, just today, now, right now is my moment, and right now is my time to give everything to God. Because He's the only one who can... um, do something in me, you know. No drugs could satisfy me, you know, just for two hours, like Matias said. But God is the only one who um, makes me happy, who makes me still, who makes me uh, a peace, you know, who gives me peace. He's the only one who uh, has all the resources, everything that I need to succeed, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, Let me check my notes. Yeah, so we need to choose the blessings and not the curses. And um, it's also one thing that I noticed that we sometimes feel like victims, right? But actually God does not want us to feel like victims. We do not need to have a victim mentality, because we need a kingdom mentality, right? We are conquerors for Christ, right? Hallelujah! Yeah. Hallelujah! And did you know that you are a, a jewelry on God's crown? You know, God has a crown and many, many jewelries, like every color, and you are one of them. And that's such an you know an amazing picture that uh, I saw. Wow God I am a jewelry on your crown I I'm, I'm so privileged I want to go where you want me to go I want to do with, uh, what you want me to do yeah And um, it's important to, uh, for us to know that we have everything we need to conquer that to do that everything You know you girls are beautiful you girls are uh, gorgeous and God gave you everything you need to succeed to do what he is calling you to do, <laughs> Hallelujah! And you guys, you are strong, and you have everything you need that for to succeed, to succeed in this Christian life, you know. Which is hard. It's not easy because the standards are like right there, right? And you think like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, and you know. But the thing is that it's not that I can't do it. I don't want to do it. You know, hallelujah, God wants to move me from the place I can't do it because God doesn't want me to be happy and whatever, have fun, to the place I don't want to do it because I know, hallelujah, that it will hurt me. Not just me, but everybody around me, right? the lifestyle that I was uh, uh, living. And so that's why God is um, giving me those, like, don't do this and don't do that, right? Because He wants to protect me, right? Because if I cheat, I would not just hurt myself, I would hurt everybody around me. And if I lie, I do the same. That's why God is telling me not to do that, not because He doesn't want me to have fun, but because he knows that that will hurt me and uh, everybody around me. So that's why we really need to understand that and let God um, put us from that point to another, right? Not I cannot, but I don't want to. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, and those curses and uh, blessings are are real. Right? There, it's not just a fairy tale. I can see the heritage of, like I said, of my family. I would just be living under the curse for the rest of my life. Like a few more years, whatever. It's a uh, Satan plan for my life, you know. But I don't care about Satan's plan for my life. Because I want to serve God. I want his plan in my life. Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's the thing, really. God wants for each one of us, right, to go for whatever he has for us. And I would, in my wildest dreams, I would never think that I can be in California, Riverside, talking to you, you know, hallelujah. That's beyond my dreams. That was beyond. But that's what God is doing that I cannot imagine what he will do, you know, for those who love him. And it's the same for us. I'm no special, you know. I'm just a girl, and you are just a guy or a girl, you know, and God will do that for you. Just let him, and just um, give him the opportunity. He will uh, surely, gladly give you above everything that we can imagine, right? Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a prayer that uh, I want to pray over us. And uh, Matias, will you please come help me? Hmm. He he didn't finish before, so he needs to do that now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's strong. <laughs> Uh, can Jana, Jana, yeah, come up, please. Yeah. Yes, we will pray now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm too old probably. No, you're not. (laughs) Um, So, did you know that your world, like your family and your friends needs you? Yes, you know that. Because you bring something to your family or to your friends that no other person has. They need the gifts you bring. Your family would not be complete without you. Others in your circle, in your friends and family, need the deposit that God has placed in your life. So we are not a mistake. We are not um, just somebody, but God just placed us somewhere uh, in that timing and put in us special things, special gifts that. Uh, others around us really need that Uh, so the the picture is completed you know and um, I want you please to just uh, close your eyes and imagine uh, God really speaking to you. Your father made you special. You are a very special person created and crafted and designed by God your father. Before the foundation of the world, your father planned for you. You are no accident. You did not have to exist, but your father willed you into existence. He chose the day and the time you would start your life. He chose your parents. He wove you together in your mother's womb. He planned your birth order and put you into your family. He chose every one of your 23 pairs of chromosomes. He chose every one of your 10,000 plus genes. He chose every part of your spiritual heritage. He reached back into your father's bloodline and your mother's bloodline. And from generational past, your heavenly father chose different parts of your heritage. Some parts are not so beautiful and some, some parts are beautifully, absolutely gorgeous. Yet your Father wove it all together and gave you everything you need in the package of your life to be an overcomer, a victor. To take the negative parts of your heritage and triumph over them, to walk in the beauty of all that God has placed within you. There is a spiritual treasure of generational blessings with your name on it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for everything you are doing in our lives, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't already, subscribe today on your mobile device to get exclusive new content from Teen Challenge of Southern California. For more information, visit us on the web at teenchallenge.org.